genius for life. Coconut smoothies coming at you. Greetings there. I'm Alex Baer, CEO and founder of Genius Juice, and this is episode 65 of 15 Minutes of Genius. Usually it's about 20 to 22 minutes of genius, so it's just a formality. We're calling the show 15 because it sounds good. Uh, so uh, we got an awesome guest in a new kind of category. We never had someone like this on the show. Um, definitely no one with this size of a beard. So that's also a first for us. Uh, before welcoming him on our show, just a big plug to Mark Nicholas, Mark N. at ManhattanBeachStudios.net. He's a guy that's putting this entire production together. Um, I'm not even here right now. I think I'm in like the Bahamas and he's like piping me in through hologram and it makes me look like I'm actually here. But uh, seriously, Mark and Mahatmebstews.net, make sure to reach out to him. He does podcasts, he does videos, he does audios, he does photos, he does everything. Great guy. So our guest, Danny Cotullo, he is the CCO, that's Chief Client Officer and co-founder of Perishable Shipping Solutions, better known as PSS. Uh, they are one of the leading perishable shipping solutions. I'm saying the, the name of the company, but it's what they do in the country. We are with them. Many other brands are with them, such as Vive Organic, such as Keto Vast. Um, they do a lot of a uh, lot of different uh, uh, you know a lot of different businesses, a lot of different customers all over the country. They're awesome. Great coverage. Danny, how you doing, my man? Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. So we were talking offline. Tell it. Tell us a story uh, behind uh, your beard. What? Why is it that long? What's going on? Well, so, you know, as you said, I'm a co-founder, so, you know, I, I still have the startup mentality and uh, we were we were working with our board on what our revenue goal is going to be this year and how many clients we were going to bring on and packages we were going to ship out. And I said, you know, this is our goal and I'm, I'm not going to shave the beard until we hit it. And we, we finally got the deal locked in last night and uh, my kids are totally pumped. They want to shave the beard off and see what I look like being a baby face again. Love it. Yeah. Cause I, there was a little bit of a shock factor because like I've never met you in person, right? It's all, I think I did meet you once right at Expo West. Once at a food show. Yeah. yeah very, very briefly. And that was a blur. So I, I, I briefly forgot, uh, but <laughs> met you once. No, no beard. I saw you in LinkedIn picture, no beard. Then you pop up on here. First time I've seen you in person for, I think two and a half years, huge beard. So full beard. <laughs> Full hey, actually, I, I first met you in person right before your Shark Tank episode, I believe. Um, like you were just about to go on. Yeah, exactly. They were going to, to show you live. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think uh, uh, Expo West. Yeah, I do remember that. And uh, it was awesome because I remember, you know, just to kind of go into a plug, but this is a real authentic plug, is that we, uh, we launched with PSS in 2019. We aired in 2020 on Shark Tank, January 20th. 2020 the preparation your team you have like a almost like a shark tank proficient team that has become experts on how to manage brands that are launching that are airing on shark tank and how to fulfill orders and i could say like we barely ran behind the only reason that is actually really funny because the day after we aired um, I had to go to the fancy food show, January 21st, yep. 2020. So you're flying, flying out. <laughs> I, fl I flew out the next morning. I got no sleep. I couldn't sleep because my computer, my phone, every time an order came in, it was like, ding, ding, 
wouldn't stop the entire night. And uh, I get I get to the show, and then I get a call. I think from you, um, or I think it's either you or it was one it's of the me. one of these. So it was who's you, and you're you're looking because you're the hand, all hands on deck. You're looking at the orders. You're trying to fulfill all of them. We shipped to you. I think originally when we when we planned this whole thing out, you're like you and Mark. Mark's the uh, the CEO, one of the co-founders, your partner. He was like, okay, Alex. Uh, I think I would expect about maybe a thousand orders, maybe about fifteen hundred. Overnight, we got 3,500. And so I, I remember the call from you where he said, Alex, um, do you have product in your warehouse right now? I'm like, yes, we do. Whatever you have, just ship it. Just, just ship it. Like just, <laughs> like just like five pallets, 10 pallets. Like we're going to blow through it. Just whatever you can get over to us. And I remember, at, not to derail this whole thing, but I, I was sitting at the fancy food show in a corner plugging my phone in people are looking at me like people I was trying to meet with looking I was stressed out I, my head was down I was in a corner it's like I was in an insane asylum you know just like literally crouched on my phone like a like a gremlin and uh you know I had to coordinate all this with my ops team to get you product but you guys fulfill the orders you got it all done in like in great rainbow colors and uh, so thank you for being awesome partners so thank that's you. my it's microphone a, drop that's my story it's it's, it's so amazing that like, you know, your biggest moments, you know, of, of being a founder and working your, you know, your butt off to get to those and yet you get there and it's so hard to even enjoy it because yeah. there's just so much to do. And you just had so much that you going on that day and all these people want to meet with you. And there's like no moment to actually enjoy the victory of what you got to experience. Uh, it's just, you know, part of the startup world, I guess. Exactly. It's really funny. Uh, we just had Michael Pan on the show, the uh, CEO of uh, Pan's Mushroom Jerky, and uh, he was on yep. two uh, two episodes ago for episode sixty three, and he was talking about that they were shipping out, they were producing twenty four seven, still to this day they are, four months after the airing of Shark Tank, and then they got an update airing. Four months after the initial airing. I mean, isn't that insane? Usually the updates are like two years later or three. Yep. <laughs> Four months later, they came with a camera crew to his production facility. They couldn't even stop. Like they had to just, like he was he was busy producing. And uh, he said that it was uh, still this day, four or five months later, 24-7 production. So, wow. and he had to hire 30 new people. I think he tripled his, his capacity, tripled his employee count out of this facility. He's not co-packing, so it's a facility in Portland, Oregon, and it's just, it's nuts. So let's talk about, let's talk about you. We can go on forever about all these like, <laughs> customer stories. So tell us about PSS, uh, what makes you guys unique? I already know, being a, a longtime client for the last few years, but tell us more about PSS, the business, and what kind of, uh, what kind of products that you ship? Yeah, so I mean, my philosophy, you know, from running the company, we're, we're definitely try to be very customer focused. Um, and there's really, there's the consumer that's that's buying from our clients that we have to be cautious and careful and very conscientious about the way that we're shipping to them. And then it's also our clients and we wanna be a strategic partner with them so that we could be able to find the best logistical solutions to the product. And it really started with myself and the way that I started shipping was with my family's butcher shop. I was doing it by myself 16 years ago on Shopify, went on Amazon, tried to do shipping. And I, I came from that approach of, it's pretty scary to give away your baby to somebody else, you know, your product that you work so hard 
to create and you want it to come perfectly to every single consumer. And I try to take that approach with the company as well. So we try to be very client and consumer focused. And it's really amazing, like client, consumer focused, also uh, data focused. That's a big thing where you're you're literally digging through data and whenever we have our quarterly review which is actually you know coming up um, <laughs> yep. where, Je- where jessica meets with us you know you meet with us you go through okay here's the amount of shipments you know here's where the areas they went to um you know here are the states it went to and you literally break down like here are the states where it's at the best so maybe you want to put more marketing into these states or so it's really cool tell us more about how data really plays a role in the client relationships um, at PSS. Yeah, and you know, you had mentioned earlier just the, about the Shark Tank episodes. It, it's about creating a playbook. So you know, we're learning through the aggregate what's working online, price points, particular states or zip codes, um, what the configuration should be, how heavy the packages should be. All those different things that we are learning is coming through to us in a data form. And we need to organize that and make it into a digestible way so that our clients can be able to consume it and think about how it could apply to their business. One of the things that we did for your business early on, I believe it was early last year, was develop a three-day pack code. Um, you were shipping out packages. Florida became you know, a large state for you. You knew that in the future we were adding more warehouses but you needed something to be able to travel for three days and not have to pay for FedEx two-day air. Um, we took the data, your data, and saw that these were a solution that we can easily add to your account and be able to do a significant cost savings so you didn't have to worry about those express shipments anymore. Exactly. So yeah, the other three-day pack out, so just what, what Danny's also talking about is we were, I mean, the, with the Shark Tank orders, it was just like, balls to the walls, just like in a rush, getting things out, getting packages out. And what's cool about PSS is they looked at the entire thing, like we're frantic on our side, right? Just to like fulfill the orders in production is they look at the big picture strategically. And one thing that PSS figured out is that two day air is way more expensive than doing a three day pack out ground. So if we're shipping to Florida, south tip of Florida, south tip of Texas, which are all like tough areas to get to, parts of rural Colorado, he's like, let's do a three-day pack out. We put in more ice, or uh, well, not ice, but ice packs. And uh, basically it will get there cold and also will cost you much less. And I can say, Danny, like, like a testimonial, right? Huge testimonial. You can put this on the website is we have a very perishable product, a very sensitive product. It's a smoothie, it's freshly made. Like it's, it can go, you leave it out, it can go bad within like an hour, you know, within a few hours. So we have not had, I have not seen one complaint in the last four or five months, at least as long as I can remember, for product arriving spoiled. Not one oh, complaint. That's good to hear. And obviously in the beginning, we figured out that you know, if, it, if, if it's not packed with enough ice, it could arrive spoiled, especially in the summer, these really hot months. Since we switched to the three-day, you know, these, these advanced pack outs with more ice, more insulation, I mean, it's, it's awesome. And I think the, the um, so that's really been a big impact because I would rather pay a little bit extra for an ice pack <laughs> and like five cents more for labor than pay, you know, $30 to reship out product to them, right? Um, and then waste, on top of that, waste product that's really, it's like liquid gold in these bottles. You know, those are real coconuts yeah. from trees that are going to waste. Um, so, so tell us about 
Um, where you go from here, right? You're growing. You have two warehouses. You have one in Youngstown. You have one in Sacramento. You guys raised, a, I think, a $7 million round. Uh, uh, yeah, 8.7. So 8. almost 7. $9 million. Yeah, once yep. it goes beyond like $5 million, just start losing count. You know, it's just something, you know, it's in the multi-millions. Uh, but, but tell us, what are your expansion uh, plans? Are you going to open more warehouses? Like, what's the future for PSS? Yeah, so um, really exciting. And, you know, when we were able to raise our Series A, we made a major hire. We, we got to hire a COO. Um, at the time, when I first met you, I was running operations yeah. wearing that hat. And then also strategy. You have a life again. (laughs) (laughs) And so, you know, we have a great partner that we brought on to be our COO, Stephanie Riffle, um, who came from Chewy.com, helped grow their operation from one to 13 warehouses. And her and I have been on the forefront of growing, you know, uh, strategy as far as what we're going to do warehouse wise. So next warehouse is in New Jersey. We're going to be opening up that in July. And then we're also looking to open up one in Texas. And that'll be at the end of Q4. Uh, with New Jersey, we'll have 60% of the population um, in one day ground. So that's major, amazing. Major to be one day away. Um, we know that what, that's what consumers are starting to expect. That's where the market is going. Mm-hmm. And I think it's also just important to lower your, your transportation costs and also your packaging costs. Because if we can put things into a smaller cooler and it's going to the consumer faster, it's just going to do better, you know, for any e-commerce businesses out there. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it was really cool that I got an email from you and from Mark. Um, and normally when I, when I get an email that says pricing at it from any, you know, vendor, it usually means pricing is going up. It was one of the few emails that I ever get from any like partner that says, oh, your costs are actually going down. <laughs> and I'm like, really? So, I mean, it's it's so cool. I can't say enough about the partnership, but that's going to be awesome strategically to have all those different warehouses with a product like ours that's heavy and has ice packs. Tell us about what other kind of clients you have. I know you have meat, you have juices. Tell us more about your kind of your, your clientele list. Yeah, and, you know, Alex, we, we focus on, you know, small brands, mid-sized brands, but we're also, you know, working with some large public companies as well. What we're really looking for as far as, far as clients is ones that are willing to be a partner with us. Um, there are plenty of places that will do pick pack for you. Um, we want to strategize with you. We want to find ways to help you grow your business. We want to be your 3PL logistical partner. If it's cross warehouse transportation and that's a service that you want us to provide, let's talk through that. If it's more warehouses in certain locations, again, Let's make decisions together that's going to be best for you, your inventory, your turn rates, and your product. So our, our clients that we're bringing on now and in the past you know, year or two are all over the spectrum. We have meat clients, we have yogurt clients, we have pies and cheesecakes, uh, plant-based burgers. Um, we, we, just, we just brought on another Shark Tank client, Everything Legendary, that was just on. Uh, to do out their plant-based burgers mm-hmm. um, we're, we're willing to ship anything that's food and let's and really finding out partners that we could be able to strategically grow their business so that's what we're really looking for love it uh there was a quote by woody allen i'm probably going to screw this up um but he said like success is about showing up half that's half the battle 50 percent of success is, is showing up right showing up at a meeting <laughs> showing up for work you guys not only showed up, you've been uh, in existence, right, in business for many years, and timing, 
you know, COVID hit and that propelled online uh, ordering and online shipping. Um, I can only imagine the effect it had on your business um, in a positive way, right? Where despite many people went through negative, negative experiences, um, you guys were able to get the positive end of the stick from COVID. Tell us more about the effects of it. How much did your orders go up? How did you see your business scale? How was it working with clients that had got record orders? I mean, tell us more about that whole experience that's still going on today. I just remember it was like right around St. Patrick's Day and I called up Mark, uh, my partner, and and Ruben, my other partner, and I was like, there's something in the data. It's just not making sense. Uh, Like everybody was up a little bit. And when, you know, COVID first started happening and people were rushing to the grocery stores, there was really like a pause on online ordering. Um, and then if you wanted a premium product, the grocery stores weren't able to hold up restocking that. They were so worried about toilet paper, antibacterial soap, mm-hmm. uh, hand sanitizer, essential, essential goods, if you will. And the premium products weren't getting the shelf space that they deserve. So the only place to really go and find them was online. Mm-hmm. Our business went up about 3x in a matter of two weeks. Wow. And it, it was just, it was sort of just a wild time and also scary too, because we didn't know how we were going to operate during this environment as well. And it turned into, it talk, turned into a lot of split shifts, turned into a lot of cleaning, trying to hires. keep people safe. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I like to say, like, I went to Ohio State and there was no class on operating during a pandemic. Yeah. And you just, you're just trying to figure it out as you're going along. Uh, and to your point, I had plenty of friends that were in food businesses that weren't doing well. So that weren't an online business or were a restaurant. So it's a really difficult, like, should we be excited during a pandemic? Uh, it was a very interesting time to be an operator in a business that was thriving during a time where the world was sort of hurting. Yeah. And I remember... I still remember when we met, right, in 2019, you convinced us to go online um, because, like, it's it's very hard to find the right solution, right, for Perishable. And, again, I keep mentioning your company name, but it's, it's you know, it's, it's built into, you know, what you do. And so Perishable, right, and um, I was scared to go into it. I'm like, can this be cost-effective? Can this be done? We'll get there cold. We'll get to the customer and not spoil. I don't want to make anyone sick if it arrives, you know, spoiled or cultured or whatever it is. And you you and Mark, like, you, you went to my booth. You talked to me. You're like, let's do this. Like, we can handle it. We're proficient at it. We have data. We're going to pack it correctly. It's eco-friendly. We're not using – I'm like, I don't want to use styrofoam. You're like, we don't use styrofoam. You know, we use – uh, like a, a, a biodegradable, you know, insulation, like cornstarch, I believe. So you convinced me to go on to e-commerce in 2019. Sales were slow, right? We weren't really pushing. Shark Tank hit, COVID hit. We re-aired on Shark Tank two weeks after you were talking about St. Patrick's Day. We re-aired in, on March mm-hmm. 26th, I think on March 27th. And we saw the sales explode. So, I mean, I guess I don't know the, the complete point of my story, but I think you can make things work and you got to be prepared. And we were prepared to go online because of the shark tank, because of our, you know, having a great partner and we really leveraged that opportunity, but it's important because the service that you provided to me 
was very valuable because it kept people out of harm's way. It kept people out of stores, out of the public, people that might, you know, get really sick if they caught COVID. So I think what you did is really like a really humanitarian thing, even though your business is making it more convenient for people to get items that they really want, especially premium items. So. Yeah. You know, and my goal, you know, as I started, as I started the business and, you know, I've been an entrepreneur since I, since I got out of college and had some ideas that worked, some that didn't. And, but my goal is to change the world. Like that's what I want to do. And what I want to do is I want to be able to provide access to plenty of premium products within a day. And to do that, we need to grow our warehouse footprint. Um, we need to convince other brands like yourself to, to be online and to make their products available. But if we can provide access to premium quality food to everywhere in the country, I'll take that as change in the world. Yeah, that's uh, definitely that's uh, a feather in your cap is just an un, is is not even uh, you know nailing it. Um, you're you're it's a huge accomplishment. And key thing that a lot of people don't know, like on Amazon, right? On Amazon. If it's perishable, it's usually vendor fulfilled. We're the ones fulfilling it, you know, and the option we have PSS to do that. So I think, you know, a stat that I read is that before the pandemic, I think four, three percent of all consumers are ordering online. They're predicting by 2025, that would be about 20 percent. We hit 20, 24 percent um, during the pandemic. And it's gone back down a little bit. I think it's down to like 15 right now. 15, or, yeah. Yeah. So it's just. It's insane, man. It must feel good where, you know, despite the circumstances, right place, right time, an overnight success, um, you know, and a big beard in the making. So <laughs> That's it. <laughs> cool, dude. Can't wait well, to shave it off. It's going to feel good. <laughs> yeah. When is that When is that day happening? I mean, if we, if we have you back for another episode, we'll have the beard episode and the non-beard episode. So. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Hopefully this weekend. The kids say they want to do it. <laughs> Right on. There we're, well, we're we're taping this uh, uh, Thursday night, so it's coming up very quick. So, and then your kids can like they can kiss you again, you know. So that's it. <laughs> awesome. All right, so let's go into our next. And it's big congrats, by the way. Just um, uh, grateful to be partners with you, Danny, and you and Mark. You've been great to us. You've allowed us to get our product out to anyone in the country, wherever they live. And our mission from the start, right, your mission, changing the world, which is an awesome mission, and you're fulfilling that, our mission is to bring nutrition to the mainstream. That's our mission. Bring nutrient-dense products to the mainstream, make it accessible and also affordable. And with our partnership, you're opening those doors to allow us to do that. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's go into our next segment, which is called Rapid Fire Questions. Rapid Fire Questions. All right. So we're going to go through a bunch of questions. You're going to have a bunch of answers. Ready? Let's do it. InSync or Backstreet Boys? InSync. First one to say InSync in a while. I thought like JT, <sighs> come on, come on, guys. JT, let's go. I mean, he's way more talented than all those. It's JT greater than anyone. <laughs> I know, exactly. He's like, he's like Paul McCartney, Beatles. First thing you do when you wake up? Coffee. Movie, turn on the coffee. Turn on the coffee. Movie you can watch an unlimited amount of times. Top Gun. Top Gun. Well, I just watched um, Rain Man. <laughs> yes. Have you, have you seen that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great movie. 97X. Bam. The future of rock and roll. 
<laughs> Anyone who doesn't get that, watch the freaking movie. Uh, songs you can listen to an unlimited amount of times. Uh, sitting on the dock of the bay, Otis Redding. Love it. Love it. Watching the time go, uh, what is it? Something away? I screwed up yep. the lyrics. Go away. Go away. That's it. Favorite sport to watch? Uh, I'd say football. Football. By the way, I'm a big Sam Cooke fan. Do you like Sam Cooke? Same oh, I love Sam Cooke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. Like, uh, Cupid, draw back your bow and let your arrow flow. <laughs> All right. So Zoom, I'm, I'm here for karaoke after this episode. Zoom, Microsoft Teams, or Google Meet? Which one do you like the most? We're on Teams, but Zoom's better. Totally. I, I, all these companies, man, like, again, not, not to complain, but like our finance company, PSS, everyone's on freaking Teams. And I'm like, Zoom, like, come on. It's great. It's great for files, but no. <laughs> Zoom. Yeah. It has kind of the, what yeah. is that? The integration, right? To your system. That's why people use it. Right? Uh, yeah. But yeah. Zoom, Zoom for life, man. I'm going to get a tattoo. Zoom. I'm just kidding. Zoom for life. What is your spirit animal? Spirit animal is a jaguar. Nice. I thought you were going to say lion because of the beard. <laughs> Window seat or aisle seat on an airplane? Aisle seat. Used to be window, but moved to aisle. Grew nice. up. Had to Good. do it. Good move. Peanut butter or almond butter or neither? <sighs> no, I like both. Um, I just stare like at the aisle like, do I want to pay extra for almond butter today or not? <laughs> exactly. Because like, I love them both. <laughs> I, I do the same thing, man. I see I, I, my favorite brand is Maranatha um, almond yeah, butter. That's good. And the organic uh, single source, uh, meaning just almond butter, um, non-roasted raw almond butter, nineteen ninety nine for a jar at Whole Foods. And then the peanut butter, that's so good. Organic, it's like like six ninety nine. I'm like, this is painful. So they should do a blend, like peanut almond butter, and then like make the price like ten bucks or something. You know, that would be. You just thought of an idea. Let's okay, go. I did. Mark, we're gonna edit that out so no one else can take our idea. All right. <laughs> omnivore, flexitarian, vegetarian, or vegan? Uh, omnivore. Yeah. Cold weather. I like everything. Cold weather or hot weather? Hot weather. Yep. Uh, LeBron James or MJ? I think I know the answer, but. Ron James. Yep. Ohio man. Ginger yep. or turmeric? Both. Uh, turmeric. I'm going to go today. Right on. Favorite food or drink if you're stuck on a deserted island and you cannot say um, any client that you have? None of those. Okay. Well, my, my, my death meal is braised short ribs over mashed potatoes with freshly made biscuits and of course you know a little bit of gravy nice that i think that's on an island i believe i think uh yeah gordon, they, gordon ramsay has a house on an island and he could just prepare that for you so yeah we didn't say it was a deserted island i mean there better be a chef there for me <laughs> exactly there definitely is there's a hell's kitchen somewhere on on that island yeah all right my man well that is rapid fire questions with danny Catullo, cco and co-founder of a thriving awesome business perishable shipping solutions man really good to see you bro and thank you for the partnership and uh, glad things are going great and uh, thanks for joining us on such on such short notice thank you all right have a wonderful night can't wait to see you next time without the beard
All right. So that's episode 65 in the books of 15 Minutes of Genius. One more plug for Mark Nicholas, Mark N. Studios.net. Everything is right down here. You can contact him for all your editing desires. Um, also, I'm going to mention in the comment box, because I forgot to ask him, uh, Danny's email and also the website so that uh, you can go there, find out more. If you have a perishable product, you can ship with him anywhere in the country. That's pretty cool. And it's affordable too. So again, episode 65 in the books. Uh, and one last thing, stay perishable and genius, my friends. Genius for life. Coconut smoothies coming at you. Thank <laughs> you.